Hey guys, what's up? It's me, your host, your girl, Michaela Vera, coming at you with another hot and spicy topic. It may not be spicy for a lot of you guys, so I apologize um, if you're not fucking with it. Um, but yeah, today is um, Tuesday, March 22nd. My birthday was yesterday. It went pretty good. No one got me a cat. Kind of sad. Um, but I mean, it was okay. Uh, Nothing like turning 20 fucking four, man. Nothing like it. Now for another 365 days, when people ask me how old are you, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm 24. I know, right? Go ahead and fucking buy me a burial place. Anyways. Gosh, why is this house making like such creepy noise as soon as I sit down in a dark corner to record this podcast? But the last time I recorded was on March 20th, so I'm a little ahead of the game. But I was taking a shower, right? Um, And I was thinking about how the topic of my next podcast episode and how I wanted to approach the idea and everything. And then I get interrupted by my roommate. He knocks on the door and he's like, hey, I'm going out. And I immediately scrub my hair really fast, wash my body and everything. And I came and sat down on my podcast corner and I'm like, this is my lucky day because I had no idea when I was going to record the podcast um, because I like being loud um, and I don't like my roommates hearing me. It gives me a little bit of stage fright. Um, So here I am recording my podcast in my corner, home alone. I think I'm home alone. I do be hearing some creepy noises. Anyways, today I'm going to be talking about my life as a designer. I know that won't appeal to a lot of you guys, but I'm also going to talk about like the artistic sides of things and like being an artiste um, and the struggles that come along with it. I know actually it's kind of weird because I hear like people randomly hit me up and be like, I listen to your podcast and I'm like, it's the most randomest people. Um, and I'm like, wow, really? Like you actually listen to my podcast? That makes me feel so good. Um, And, you know, like, I talk on here just to, like, capture, like, my journal, uh, my inner thoughts and everything. Like, I don't have big expectations for it. However, when people actually listen to my podcast, because I don't really, well, I share it on my private story, but I don't, there's a lot of people on Instagram that I've accumulated over the years that I don't feel, like, super close to, which is, like, my struggle with social media. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Um... It's just cool how people are like, I like listening to your voice. Talk about stuff that may or may not relate to me. And sometimes they're like, yeah, that related to me. And I'm like, huh, cool. Um, But this topic is probably not going to be as relatable as the other ones. I'm just going to talk about my struggle in the design, in the art world. Um, So if you want to keep listening, keep listening. If you don't, um, hopefully I'll have an episode next week that appeals to you a little bit more. If you just like the sound of my voice and want to keep listening to my struggles in the design and art world. Awesome! (laughs) Wow, horrible transition, but we're just going to jump right into- Actually, we're not going to jump into it. How did you guys feel about my breakdown? My Taylor Swift right where you left me breakdown. I felt like it was suiting because I was turning 24 and I was 23 and she talks about being 23 and like some pretty traumatic shit happened in my life when I was 23 and that's going to stay with me for the rest of my life. 23 is definitely, 23 and 22 um, are definitely going to be years that kind of just like jab me on my heart. Hopefully 24 won't be like that. We'll see. Um, But yeah, Uh, 
it was cool. I have another one that I kind of want to break down with you guys today at the end of this episode. Hopefully you'll like it as well. It, it kind of goes along with this because I'm talking about the art scene and everything. So yeah, um, also I did dye my hair. It is green. Contrary to some people's belief, I think it looks good. Um, this also goes along with the art thing. I feel more like myself. Um, blonde, I love blonde. I love being a blonde. Um, I don't know if blondes have more fun. I just think it complements my skin tone a little bit better. And there's something about blonde hair and dark eyebrows that I'm just like, oh, stab me right in the heart. Um, but after I dyed my hair, I was like, oh, fuck, I kind of look a little ugly, not gonna lie. But then I dried it and I straightened it because I didn't wear it natural. And this hair looks a lot better straightened than it does natural, which is a whole nother fucking the boggle that I do not want to get into because it kind of makes me a little sad but like we live a straight hair Michaela moment she never she rarely comes out so it's cool um but I do feel more like myself I I like it um I felt like blonde was safe um I didn't really stand out I feel I ooh I felt I felt forgot how to talk for a second I felt more um normal I guess with blonde hair and let's be honest I'm not a normal person um so I definitely feel like green brings out my personality a little bit more and I really I'm really fucking with it right now um so yeah I might last a while like I I actually really like it and I, there's not had there I've only had it for like 73 hours 72 hours but there has not been a single moment where I walk past the mirror and I'm like damn girl who are you uh, whereas like when I have blonde girl blonde hair I was like mm this bitch needs a facial but now i'm just like oh fuck yeah i don't even need to put on makeup i am a fucking 10. okay so anyways let's get into this episode before you guys all log out i have 19 of you guys now what is up what is up um <laughs> i wish there was like a reaction board or something you guys can be like nothing much what about you um but like i said I'm going to talk about my struggles with being a designer um, in the art world. I've dabbled a lot in the art world, um, finally settled on being a designer. Um, growing up, I was kind of, well, I was out there, definitely. Um, I was bullied a lot, so that's why um, I had to be normal because I, I already stood out. So um, just not to be bullied, I just kind of stayed quiet. Um, so... I did everything to fit in and I also grew up poor so I literally did everything to fit in um but art was always my outlet I was diagnosed with ADHD I talked about that a little bit in a few episodes um art was my outlet for that um and when I got introduced to drawing floor plans I'm like this is me. I love this. I was always a math person. Um, I felt like I did lose a lot of my artistic abilities when I started drawing floor plans because even though I can create a blueprint, which is beautiful, um, it's straight lines and 90 degree angles. There's nothing like super um, graphic and artistic about that, um, which I did suffer a lot my first few years in college because we were strictly doing that. Um, but I, I don't know, like I've always loved art. I've always been, if anything, I've always been a lover of art, an appreciator of art. Um, artists 
fascinate me. Um, the Hispanic art scene is beautiful. It's gorgeous. And I think that's why I gravitate toward towards it a lot because I am half Hispanic and like it's part of my culture to love art. You know, Frida Kahlo, Kahlo Diego Rivera, um, fucking, oh, chef's kiss, man. Amazing. Um, I've always been more like, I've always gravitated a little bit more towards the bright and potent colors that come in the Hispanic art scene. And I think I've taken that to my my present now in like my design work. So this is where my struggle comes in. Um, unfortunately, as a designer, um, it's a little bit harder in the art scene. I don't really... Cause Let's be real. When you think interior designer, you think rich white woman who has a lot of money who could buy a house. Fucking HGTV. Um, let's, yeah, that's it. HGTV. Um, they look like they have money. And unfortunately, I don't have money. <laughs> I've never had a lot of money, like, growing up. And, I mean, even now, like, I'm very comfortable where I am. I know that's, like, what rich people say. I'm definitely not rich or anything. I'm fucking 24. But, um, I... It's, I wouldn't consider myself to be that designer, and I think that really reflects a lot in my design work, and where I was going with this is that, you know, photographers and graphic artists and artists in general, they're able to build a clientele around their work, like what they are known for, their style, like if I wanted a, a certain like photo shoot done with a certain like idea, I would go and research those photographers that do well and that specialize in that stuff and then ask them like hey do you can we like create a vision together or a tattoo artist um if you want a certain like technique done on your tattoo you research good tattoo artists in your area to make sure that your piece looks good like people go to you for what you're known for, for the work that you put out. However, with designers, it's a little bit different, um, especially when you're establishing yourself because you, more than not, you have to work under people. And when I moved to California, summer of 2020, I lived there for about three months and um, I worked at a high-end residential and commercial firm in Los Angeles, California. And it was absolutely insane. We worked with... Um, rich people 24-7. It was Asian-owned, so that was cool. I love that. But, you know, let's face it. We're in California, Los Angeles. It's a pretty well-off area. So it was it was interesting the type of... Well, also, the type of designs that they do is more modern. So it's, it's kind of like a universal design that you can apply to a lot of people. However, it was... Like, when I was researching furniture options, I was doing, like, West Elm and Pottery Barn. And I've never been into West Elm and Pottery Barn. And as a designer, I probably should go into those two. But again, I grew up poor. I went to thrift stores. Um, so, that bohemian Spanish style, um, modern design was not really my taste. Um, I know that when you are learning design, you're designing for a clientele. However, I really hope I get to a point in my life where I can design the certain um, category I want to design for. Like my design is like eclectic. Um, it's very eclectic, bohemian. It's, I mean, no one's ever looked at my like house or my room and was like, wow, this is ugly. But 
um, I do know that some people are territorial, like, over their living spaces. So for someone to come to me and be like, hey, like, can you help me design this? Can you help me design that? And I'm like, yeah, sure, I would love to. Um, but I know, I don't know if it's just me because I have a designer mind or if it's just because um, I like my space looking like a certain way that some people don't take my tips and it kind of hurts. Like, And that's another thing, being established and not working under somebody, it's hard to like figure out your rates and everything. Um, and that's being a designer and taking your time out and designing floor plans and making concept boards and telling people like, yeah, this will look good here, this will look good here, is equivalent to you um, hitting up your photographer friend, asking them for a few flicks and then not paying them. Um, which I think is something people don't get. Like I would love to give you advice and no, I don't expect someone to pay me all the time if I just say, yeah, you should put a chair there. But if I'm going out of my way to like build you like concept boards and design boards and you're not going to use it, then I appreciate some com compensation because like, my brain should be cherished, sorry, um, I have a lisp, but my brain should be cherished and my design work should be appreciated and I feel like that's something that's not talked about enough in the design world, especially with designers that are starting and are struggling to find their footing and, um, and not saying that you can't ask someone for their design or a designer for their opinions on things like I'm not going to be that type of, well I think it's like equivalent to like asking a photographer if they could take a few pictures of you on your iPhone it's like asking a friend like hey can you take some pictures of me on my iPhone and it's just like small things um but I think this kind of like struck a nerve in me when my boss asked me if I would help him design some of the houses and Airbnbs that he's like looking to invest into and he was like what's your rate and it's the first time anyone has ever asked me what's my rate because I'm not established I mean like I graduated I studied this for four years I deserve to set a rate for myself and it wasn't until he was like what's your rate um the other thing that comes along with this is really hard um families and friends always being like help me with this, help me with that, um, and they kind of take advantage of you. When I graduated, when I first graduated, I had like a little promo thingy going on saying that I'll do the design work for free, tips appreciated, and not once did I ever get a single tip, and that hurts. Like, the amount of work that I was putting into these people's spaces and for them not to tip me hurts because it's like, did you not appreciate my work? Not, did you not appreciate my work, but did you not appreciate my time? Like, I literally dug into my brain to try to make my style based around what you have in your house. Research budget-friendly options and all for what to get a thanks. Um... And it is something that I enjoy doing. So, I mean, I don't necessarily be like, pay me now, pay me now. Um, but, because I do design a lot on the side. Um, but it is hurtful when things like that happen because it's like, did I, did I do something wrong? Um, 
But people are always looking for artistic people in their lives to be friends. And this is another thing that I feel like is not talked about enough. People are looking for art, art, artistic people in their life to essentially take advantage of. Um, it's I don't think it's as malicious as it sounds. However, um, you always want a photographer friend. You always want a designer friend. You always want, you like, you want this and that and it. It's like I am also a person and it's kind of draining knowing that you're using me for my abilities rather than the actual person I am. Um, and I guess like I'm my work is a little bit different than the whole artistic field, but I have dabbled in photography and everything. And I remember when I first started taking like photography seriously, um, I started taking a lot of pictures like a lot of pictures um I think my roommate just got home so we're about to get quiet here but I started taking a lot of pictures and um I remember um I took pictures for my grandparents 50th anniversary and like not throwing shade or anything other photographers were hired as well but my pictures were very comparable as a 12 year old to professional photographer pictures so to know that I put so much effort into that and potentially lost some of my memories from that party because I was too busy taking pictures and um essentially pretty much for nothing like I captured some memories yeah good memories and they're cherished pictures however um it sucks because you're 12 year old you should be out there just like living your life and everything and you're holding up a fucking what kind of camera was it i feel like it was a nikon something um like a professional grade camera i dropped it that day too and it broke but that's beside the point like i was a child taking pictures that were very comparable to professional photographer pictures however i didn't get as much credit which when you're a kid you're not really looking for that credit but now i look back at it and i'm like was my artwork ever really cherished um and that's the worst feeling you can get from being an artist, knowing that your work is potentially not cherished. Um, I would love in the future for me to only be able to do my design style, which is like the eclectic thing. And which that's another funny thing I want to add is that I feel like that's my design style because my style is very Mitch, Madge, eclectic, bohemian type, whatever. Um, a lot of plants, a lot of vintage items. I shop a lot at thrift stores. And I think it does come from that because I grew up poor. So I made whatever I could get look nice, um, which is a, a lot of the reason why when I talk to clients, I'm like, do you have furniture that you, do you have furniture pieces that you want to keep? Um, is there anything that you want to upcycle how can we incorporate your current pieces into my new design um another thing that i really love to do is personal shop with people i love it i've done it a few times with a few people and i'm like well you should buy this and put it here um and i'm also a huge person off of function functionality um i have a lot of floating shelves in my room because it's functional it's nice it's cute it adds some aesthetic um Everything in my house is functional. Um, I have crates that I've covered with 
uh, I'm losing the word right now, but they look like design pieces. However, they like hold my socks and underwear. Um, I have installed, uh, fuck, what's the word? Okay, I literally cannot think of the word right now, but just like, I'm huge on functionality. Um, I remember when I had my cat, um, before she passed away, I really wanted to incorporate her litter box into a design and I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with it, but the octagon shaped side table that has like an opening, I was in search for that forever and now I come across them all the time and I'm kind of sad because it, w it just would have been like the perfect piece to put her litter box in. I'm just huge on functionality. Um, it's also because like, again, <laughs> growing up, did you guys know I grew up poor? Um, growing up poor, um, you want to buy things that are functional, however, um, or you want to buy things that look nice, however, you need to make sure they're functional because you don't really have the budget to just buy things to buy things. Um, now I have uh, the budget to buy things to buy things, um, but like the artwork on my wall is all thrifted. Um, my plants are probably the big budget spender right now. I probably have about like $500 worth of plants in my room right now. Um, but like my art pieces, I get them for my sister. I try to commission her, but she's more of like a go with the flow artist and she paints what she likes and then um, people can come at her and give it to her. Um, she's gifted me a lot of her pieces. I would 100% pay for her pieces if I saw them anywhere else. Um, I have a few friends who are photographers that I want to sit down with and be like, hey, what is your vision? Like, I'm looking to come out of my comfort zone. Can I hire you to take pictures of me? I, I just, I, I love being a supporter of the arts and it's, I don't know. Um, I don't really know where I'm going with this anymore because it's just being an artistic person has always been a huge struggle for me to try to figure out um, where I kind of stand in the world, where my race should be. Do I feel appreciated? Do I not feel appreciated? Should I keep going? Should I not keep going? Um, it's definitely a struggle. My roommate just came in and interrupted me. It made me very sad. But um, I don't think I'll ever give up design, obviously, because I just win the hell of debt just to be a designer. Um, but I think I do feel like I have to go through a few rough patches um, to be able to find out where I really stand in the design world. I don't mind adapting to your design. So please hit me up if you need help. Um, but that's that's kind of like the other thing, like about people who do ask for tips and then don't take it and they're like well I thought this looked better and it's like yeah it's ultimately it's your house it's your space you're going to be in it 24 7 but like don't ask me my advice if you're not going to take it and then immediately go with what you decide because like I've taken time out of my day to build 3d renderings of your house and show you what can look nice in it and then you go completely against and this has happened a lot with family and friends because i don't charge them and it sucks because it's like i know that you appreciate my design however you're essentially telling me i know what's best for myself you're essentially telling me that you're a designer um again people have the freedom to design their house whatever way they want to but don't ask me what you want if my opinion essentially doesn't matter to you um i did go to school for four years i am a designer i study sustainable design i'm a lean green associate like i know my shit
So don't act like I'm. I'm just trying to be nice. Um, don't, don't, pretty much don't put the artist down because you think you're an artist when you haven't put in the effort to even try to be an artist. Um, once you put in that effort, then maybe. But that's a whole nother thing. When people label themselves as interior designers but they didn't go to school for it just because they put a few pillows on a couch, um hurts my feelings a little bit because, um, but it is, you know, art is a thing that you could pick up and learn. So, um, I guess it'd be different if it was a hobby, I wouldn't feel a certain way, but the fact that I went to school for it, like if I was still taking like, I edit pictures a lot, but if I was still taking like photography, like on my, um, Nikon or whatever, which I have hanging up and I just don't use, um, then I'd feel some type of then I wouldn't feel some type of way if someone just started picking up and taking pictures because I didn't go to study for school for that. I, it was just a side hobby that I did that made me happy. Whereas like, this is what I actually went to school for. Like I stayed up late nights in studios. I slept in studio just basically for someone to recruit me to design their home and then come back and say, well, I thought this looked better. It's like, yeah, but I, I spent the last four years studying like color theory and functionality and you're the one who asked me. Whew, that's just my struggle with being a designer. I'm not sure if other people have the struggle as well. Um, actually, I got in touch with one of the people I graduated with and he was talking to me about um, how he had to quit the firm because it was like way different and he wasn't working with the right clientele and even though you are a young designer you should be able to pick like what feels right for you and what doesn't like your work environment i really loved the work environment in la like they were really nice i could see myself fitting in there um just because i knew the people like on the outside um however if I was only looking on it, for, well, I knew the people from the inside. If I was only looking on it from the outside, I feel like I wouldn't fit in with them because they are, like, you know, the richer type people. Um, but, you know, California is a little bit more open and everything, and I like it better there. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's my struggle with being a designer and being in the artistic field. Um, I do want to add a little ending to this. Have you guys seen the movie Fresh on Hulu? How are we feeling about it? Oh, my mic just dropped. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian motherfucking Stan. Um, he, he wasn't even the star, man. The star was, we gotta look it up. I don't know her name. I know her. Like, I know her. Um, but I don't know her name. Okay looking this shit up daisy edgar jones a motherfucking queen let me tell you the movie cinematography beautiful absolutely beautiful um i like movies that kind of give you the tone that is in the 1970s but you're not really sure if it is um euphoria gives the same tone um there's a few other movies that also give the same tone but this was so aesthetically pleasing to watch. Um, I'm not going to say too much about the movie, but it is about a man who eats women and capture them. But it's... Everyone just go watch it right now. Um, just everything about the movie, from an artistic point of view, was just like... Ah, ah, ah. Like, it was so good. It was beautiful. And the last 10 minutes of the movie 
literally captured me in so much that I'm like, is this my new comfort movie? My current comfort movie is The Conjuring. Um, The Devil Made Me Do It and the original Conjuring. Those are the best movies of all time. (laughs) And I don't know if that says anything for me as a person. And then Parasite, obviously, that's also another aesthetically pleasing movie. But Fresh, go watch it. It's on Hulu and on Disney+. Plus so good guys so good please let me know how you feel about it some people have mixed emotions about it but i also feel like there are movies that are more geared towards the artistic mind rather than the average mind um so uh, more people are some people can appreciate different types of movies and i don't know what is rated on rotten tomatoes let me see let me see course it's not going to show me here fresh rotten tomatoes it is rated a 81 okay so i mean 81 is pretty good um but i have seen some mixed mixed um emotions just about how this the movie played out and how it looks and everything but i feel like as a visual type person i really appreciate it um, but yeah, that's it for today's episode. I was rudely interrupted twice by both, both of my roommates coming home. <laughs> Yay. Um, hit me up. Don't hit me up. Wait, hit me up. Hit me up if you want designs. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Maketa underscore. I have a link tree. Um, you will find my design page there. If you want designs, please let me know. Um, like I said, I'm more than willing to adapt to your design concept let me go shopping with you let let me let me go into your place look at your space get to know you as a person and then go shopping with you and we can pick things i love meeting new people um but yeah um i also have some links to like covid black lives matter and lgbtq plus resources so take advantage of those just shoot me a dm on instagram if you ever want any design work done um follow me on twitter just kidding don't follow me on twitter that joke's getting very old so i should probably stop saying it by now but catch you guys next week for another episode on 20 fucking something it's me michaela signing out peace and out Just to put a little disclaimer out here, while I was editing, I realized that I kind of sounded a little mean about the whole, like, um, comparing photography and design, and um, I just want everyone to know that I 100% don't believe that design is any higher up than anything else. Um, it takes a lot of effort to be a photographer and an artist and um, do graphic design. It takes tremendous bit of effort I have some friends who are very talented in those fields and I could pick up a pencil or a camera and my stuff would look nothing like theirs because they have dedicated a lot of their time to that and that's what I respect is the dedication to learn an art um, and I feel like with design you go online you see like these Instagram decorators be like I'm an interior designer just because they put some pillows on a couch and um, yeah, you can design your space and you can decorate your space. However, um, 
I feel like it kind of downplays the fact that I did graduate with my interior design architecture degree um, because there's a lot more behind design, like research, um, analytics, that I spent my last four years learning about. So when I see that stuff on the internet, it does make me upset. And I think I would appreciate it more if like these people put in more effort to actually learn the background of design. Um, that's all I'm saying is when you pick up an art um, like design or any of the other ones that I listed, just putting in the effort to actually understand that it's more than just a, oh, I took a quick picture on my iPhone or, oh, I put some pillows on my couch. Um, so I just want to put that disclaimer in really quick because I am a lover and appreciator of all arts and um, I just wish people would understand how, like, the effort that is behind everything that we put into our work. I am also very sorry because when I'm editing, I listen to this on my headphones, so I'm recording strictly from my headphones mic. So if the audio is off today, um, or at this point, it's because my headphones mic keeps bouncing up against my hoodie. Um, and then I also realized that my other mic was set too loud, so it was picking up a lot of the stuff that was going on in the living room and outside and everything. And yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs>